Star Wars en direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The show informs us and entertains us, and it binds the fans together. The show is Star Wars on the Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And yet again, today again, I'm not hearing myself. Ah, there you go. With some volume on your headset, it helps. It really does, people. It really does. So, welcome to Star Wars on Direct number 99. And uh, while my dear co-host is uh, shaking her salad <laughs> and laughing, <laughs> laughing with a fork in her mouth... Toss, yes. No, don't toss the salad at me. Just shake it. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your salad. Shake your salad. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on this uh, wonderful edition of Sunday, April 29th, 2007, we are going to be talking about the Star Wars Insider. The past, the present, and the future. A little bit more to the left. Yeah, there you go. Okay, it's fine now. <laughs> so, of course, if you'd like to uh, contact us, well, the first thing you can do is go in the chat room where Audrey's going to be uh, scouting out for... Uh, or yeah, <laughs> she's not even in the chat room yet. <laughs> she's going to be right there, guys. I'll be Don't right worry. there. Don't worry. And uh, you can leave some uh, some comments and questions in there, and uh, we're g- it's going to be our pleasure to uh, interact with you guys over there. Um, you can also send an email to studio at swendirect.com, or you can uh, also add the user swendirect at hotmail.com to your MSN messenger, and uh, drop me a note, and I'll see. I'll definitely read you. Um, if I don't answer you through the uh, actual MSN, I'll answer you through the air. If it's something really stupid, I'll most likely say "shut up" on the MSN. So don't worry. <laughs> All right. So of course, uh, I want to mention that uh, little sound card did good tonight. Uh, I know where to plug it now. Apparently, I have to plug it in one particular USB two port, or it's not gonna work. I really hate that card. No, I love you. I love you. You're good. Nice card. Stay good. Nice sound card. You're really good. Doing a good job. And she's going to keep on doing a good job because we're going to keep on doing the show. And uh, there's a few things that are coming up for Star Wars on Direct. And uh, you know what it means, right? Star Wars on Direct means Star Wars Live. And uh, that's why we keep on doing the show live. And uh, I was talking with the friends at Fanworks earlier today. And uh, they were starting to wonder if we're, gonna, if we're putting the show on IATIS or if we were doing something weird or whatever. So um, let me tell you that over the first, the first, ne- the next few weeks uh, coming to C4, there's not going to be many shows. There's only going to be two more shows before, uh, only one more show before Celebration 4. Sorry. And uh, there's, uh, it's going to be on a special night. It's going to be on the Thursday night, Thursday the 17th. I'll repeat that at the end of the show. And it's going to be all about going to Celebration 4. 
what you should pack Woo-hoo! and all that. How yes. many days? How many days is it now? I don't. I don't even know how many days are left. I know. Well, I know. I'm leaving on the twenty. It starts. The will call line is the twenty third. So I'm counting it starting on the twenty third. So twenty five days. So twenty five days. Twenty five days left. Yeah. Fangirl squeal. Twenty five <laughs> days left, ladies and gentlemen, to put some money aside. To go buy your stuff at the Gentle Giant Boots, to go buy your stuff at the StarWars.com boot, to go buy your stuff at the Star Wars Celebration Store, to <laughs> um, actually bring in your laser tags, because bringing mo- some money for yeah, laser tagging, because tag uh, apparently they're having laser tags over there. Isn't it like Jedi laser tag or something? I don't know. Oh, no, it's with the blasters. It's with the blasters. Yeah. Imperial so. laser tag. There you go. Yeah. That's it. They're going to recreate one or two scenarios. I'll I'll talk about that a little bit later. So, yeah, that's gonna, yeah. Laser tag. Can I bring my paintball gun instead? <laughs> you might, you might aim better. Oh, definitely. Better than the imps. Yeah, you know what would be really, really funny? To see a guy storming in with a, with a paintball gun, shooting at all those stormtroopers. I just want somebody dressed like Greedo. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna be after. Poo poo poo. Handshot yeah. first. Poo. <laughs> All right. So, I think I'm gonna go into the personal segment stuff now. Yeah, that's right. I have a bad feeling about this too because uh this week I actually and I don't I don't actually say that very often but I downloaded uh the first part of Secrets of America the New Atlantis which is basically on the founding of America and all the forefathers being uh, freemasons and all that and uh yeah it's you know what it's a good download it's a three hours documentary. I think it's a special National Geographics or something like that. Uh, I don't know if you can actually buy it on DVD or whatever. Um, but basically, it's, it's, it's a good download for those of you who are like, you know, who have questions about the Freemasons, what are they? Who have questions about uh, whatever else that uh, came into the making of uh, the United States of America. It's a very interesting documentary. Um, I'm only two hours and a half into it. I think I, I still believe I I got about half an hour to go. Um, it's very informative, but I don't recommend watching it in a straight three-hour line because you get lost. <laughs> it, it's actually in many parts, so it's kind of it's kind of fun. Uh, I'm a big fan of documentaries, so we'll 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 see. Documentaries are really cool. <laughs> you learn a lot from them. <laughs> they are really cool, and uh, as you might have known, the uh, Art of an Empire is now out, and April 21st is Art of an Empire Day. Art of an Empire Day. Yep, or 501st Day uh, in, uh, in in one of the cities in the United States. Oh, okay. um, as it came out, the, uh, the 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 guys were all celebrating in one town for a festival, and the mayor said, well, we're going to make this the 501st day. For Yeah, this is the 501st day. For all the good service, they, they gave like all the charities, they helped and all that, so congratulations, guys. Well-deserved, uh, well-deserved thing. So, Audrey. Yes. Thou heart in the chat. 
I'm trying to get in there, actually. I'm not quite there yet. Not quite there yet? Mm, not quite She's there on her yet. way. She's on her way. I'm waiting for the page. To appear? Yes. Let me know. Give me a sign. I'll just stare at your delicious-looking salad for the time being. I thought you were going to say something else there for a second. My delicious-looking what? <laughs> <laughs> salad. Mm, yes. You, you're so wrong in so many ways. What do That's you why mean? I love you as my co-host. Oh, okay. <laughs> so should I take that another way? <laughs> and I and I miss Martin as the co-host as well. When I uh, first looked up at the the webcam uh, earlier, because I set it up to uh, do a few tests this morning, mm -hmm. um, the last image was of Martin looking at the webcam, going "Ooh!" <laughs> so that was a really funny. Yeah, that image. was the, that was probably at the um, miniatures, mm. wasn't it? So long time ago. Yeah. In a basement far, <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> Alright, I am in the chat room now. Yay. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. So who's Hello, with us? Oh, everyone. Ooh, I'm here. <laughs> Alright, joining us tonight so far in chat, we have Cocky171. I'll never say any of these names right, so <laughs> I butcher them to death. We have Ikasro, we have Fangzay, we have Gambler, we have M. Mathab, we have Sad Max, Sith Lord 75, and we have Tyken Blade. Yay! Yay! Thank you all for joining us in the chat. Tons of friends, tons of friends, tons of friends! We have lots of friends, Seb! Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, um, Audrey, watch any uh, interesting movie recently? <laughs> I'm just reading some of the comments in here <laughs> right now. On a break, I have to explain something else to you tonight. Yes. <laughs> Goes along with the um, <clears throat> pearls last week. Anyways, yes. <laughs> I am such an innocent mind. I know. I know it's so funny. I, I have just... <laughs> nothing. I'm. My brain is like a green pea. A <laughs> green pea? Yes. Is it squishy like a green pea? Yes, it is. There's still some squishy. You know, if you eat, if you drink a couple of liters of grape Kool-Aid, you get green pea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other topic, though. That's <clears throat> a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. No, movies, Um. no, I didn't actually go to see any this week. I am still waiting for the summer movies. Yeah. Spider-Man's coming out Spider -Man's this Friday. So. Um, the new Shrek movie is going to be coming out soon. Yeah. And, of course, the eagerly anticipated ending of Harry Potter will be coming out. Soonish. So. No, I spent this week reading. I read Exile. That's what I was gonna say. You actually read Exile this week, and it was awesome. I so need sacrifice. I'm about because, three chapters uh, into it, and I I can't wait to go back to. I just wanted to talk to people who have read it because I want to debate who they think Jason's gonna sacrifice. You know what? I've been I reading. I've been reading an article <laughs> in the Star Wars Insider. We can actually talk about that right now. In the latest Star Wars Insider, which I just got, just got this week, which is about time. And uh, there's a very nice article with Karen Travis uh, about uh, sacrifice, and um, that got me thinking. You know, I know. Who I read could that it be? too. I know. I read that, and she's like, people aren't going to be happy about who's being sacrificed. And I read the book. And reading Exile, like, everybody all along has been like, oh, you know, he's got issues with his parents, blah, blah, blah. You know, but that's, first of all, it's too obvious. Secondly, the, it's the main three, and Lucas said he's not going to chop them off. Um, 
And thirdly, well, I just don't believe it's going to be... I, I, I think it's either going to be Ben, mm-hmm. or I think he might go for Dana. Because he's openly admitted that he's not going to take out Tenelka. He's not going to take out Alana. He'll die for them, as opposed to killing them. Yeah. Um, his parents, he's questioning now at the end of this novel. Sorry, I'm going to spoil you a bit. Um, That's all right. Uh, he's questioning if he actually still loves them. So he has to sacrifice something he loves. Now the question is, does he love his twin? And she's been getting on his nerve for... Oh, she's for been getting few. on the nerves for a long time. So he'd yeah. be happy to wipe her out. Maybe. But isn't she the obvious choice? No. I think the parents were the obvious, blatant obvious. Like, they're annoying him. They have friction. uh, They keep getting in his way. Um, They're supporting Luke and Mara in a a roundabout way, you know, because, like, they all think he's going dark and he's, you Uh know, um, corrupted in certain ways and stuff. Like, I don't think they believe he's as far down the path as he is. Um, but I think they suspect. Um, but right now I'm really wondering about Ben. The reason I'm wondering about Ben is because, well, Ben looks up to Jason, like, as a total and complete idol. He's, like, blinded, brainwashed, whatever, to, you know, like, every situation that Ben's put in, how would Jason deal with this? How would my idol, my hero, my mentor, my master deal with this? But at the same time... You know, like, well, Jason loves Ben as a nephew. He is apprenticed, like, with him in a in a roundabout way. He's not officially apprenticed in the Sith, and he's not officially apprenticed in the Jedi with him, but he has taken it upon himself to apprentice himself with him, um, much to Luke and Mara's uh, um, dismay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, Lumia keeps questioning whether Ben is going to be, you know, like, able to be cold and harsh enough, almost, in a, in a way, um, to be Sith, or if he's too much of his father's son. So, um, anyways, Exile basically revolves around Ben, uh, because he's sent off on a mission. His parents don't know where he is. Jason's half-informed, I think, to what Ben, you know, like, Lumia has a hidden agenda all the time, right? But that's part of being a Sith. Yeah. So, um, anyways, Jason believes he knows what Ben's been up to, but at the same time, he doesn't know all the details. Only Lumia knows really what's going on. She's, you know, the key player in all this. She's manipulating everybody. Jason doesn't see the manipulation. Some of the other people don't see the manipulation. Other people want to take her out. So. But doesn't he? I don't think he sees everything. I think he knows that she's playing with things, but he doesn't believe that his mind's being played with. But she's influencing Jason in so many ways. So, anyways, now that I've spoiled people enough, <laughs> <laughs> like totally torn the book apart and like dropped the bombs and stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't go into any details about the mission. So yeah. There's still stuff to le- learn and see what he does and then choices he makes. And stuff, so. There's actually a bunch. Th- there's a little logo that says "Spoiler Alert" on the uh, on, on on the insider um, mm-hmm. yes. article. I, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. The the pages in the book there pertaining to <laughs> yeah, yeah. The spoilers. Yeah, and um, you know what? I was I was reading this article and I was looking up at the uh, the the upcoming book release timeline, and after sacrifice comes a book entitled. Inferno, 
then another one entitled Fury, and then another one entitled Revelation. So we are keeping on the trend of, you know, one word title for the entire book. Yeah. So what's the last one going to be? I don't know. The eighth one is I Revelation. Cannot, I can't. So is it Jason having a revelation that he's in the wrong? Is it other people having a revelation that, that he's ja- a Sith Lord? That Jason's or, a Sith and he's right about being a Sith or something? Are they having a revelation that Ben or whatever apprentice is like the new junior Sith? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Junior Sith. I like that. <laughs> it's the junior Sith. So, you know what? I wouldn't be too surprised if, after all, they would choose to go with Redemption as the title for the last book. But they've already used Redemption in the book series. It's a trilogy in the New Jedi Order. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, it's is not- it? No. A refugee reunion. Uh, no, it's not Redemption. It's a... Uh, uh, is it Redemption? No, there's... Oh, I'm thinking of a I'm thinking of a fan a fan film. Uh, it's called Redemption, and it's there's uh, a, there's also revolving re- around uh, Mara. Uh, yeah, and there's also a Redemption comic it, book. Yeah. Okay. Well, coming they, around. They, the anyways, at any rate, the the title's already taken. <laughs> I don't think they'll use it again. The title's already taken, but you never know. Mm. That's that's all I can say. I uh, really hope that they continue writing beyond this series, though. It would be a shame if they just like sort of. I think they're gonna the, they, they're gonna have to continue. Yeah, because fans are gonna want to know what happens after. You know, yeah. like, there's always gonna be this craving to know what ca- what happens to the characters. They can't just like sort of drop it. That's it. So, and but, uh, yeah, it's uh, when I was reading this article, I came up with a top three of people, a person that could be who are your top the sacrificed three? one. <laughs> yeah, who 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 are the chosen ones in your opinion? In my opinion, for people to be pissed, it has to be someone. Ooh, just like in the, uh, the, the, the NGO series, you know, someone that's, that you really, really loved or someone that you come to appreciate very much and that you don't want to see die. Now, is Mara part of the, the new top three people, you know, now that Chewie's gone? I don't know, but she's actually my third choice. I think it could be Mara, because she's always, you know, aware of too many things. She's getting in the way of Ben becoming the apprentice. That's it. So, but can you imagine how pissed Luke would be? That would that would just like. There you go. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Uh, and she's a pretty important character. So I'm thinking it could be Mara, but you know, she's a secondary character. Uh, she's been developed over the past few years, but not that much, and. There was actually someone who predates Mara in terms of, you know, the entire, the entire thing about knowing people and around the, the, the circle of the three. And of course, second choice comes around that as Jaina, the sister, who's getting really pissed and well, mad and she's gonna, she's gonna see what's happening eventually. She's gonna force herself onto, onto the brother and She's just gonna do something totally crazy. I I know there's something totally crazy that's coming by. Did you look at the new her. cover? I did. Doesn't she look like Mara, but a younger version? Like when I see that picture with yeah. like the leather top and everything, well, I think Mara. I think Mara, but apparently and the it's hair Jaina. Is like reddish, yeah. but it's Jaina. 
It's Jaina. That's it. That's what another reason I, I keep thinking sacrifice Jaina. Although, you know, the whole although twin, the twin bond is cut. Not the only, love between not the only twins is questioned. Does like, it look like Mara? But she's also carrying the, the, the Luke saber. True too. From the Empire Strikes so, I'm thinking but it's she's Mara, the but. sword of the Jedi. And this whole issue, if you get through Exile, there's yes. a de- uh, there's a, a discussion between Zek and Jag and Jaina about what the role of the Sword of the Jedi is. Mm-hmm. Because they're starting to think that things are, you know, like, at some point she'll become the weapon of the Jedi to fight the evil. The discussion is there now. Lumia is the Dark Lady of the Sith. Who is she apprenticed? You know, what, you know, generally happens with the Sword of the Jedi? And so I think they're sort of building her up in a way to become the sacrifice to save the Order. Yep. So I really think that she's number one on the hit list. Unfortunately, my my identity! I'm going to die! (laughs) No! (laughs) They can't kill off Gina. (laughs) The goddess is dead! That's it. Well, there are a few reasons for which they can't kill Gina. And um, since I believe I'm going to be totally wrong about those reasons, I'm not going to go into them. See... Sorry, I'm going to cut you off again, just for a second. The only other thing that I can think of that the Sword of the Jedi would be, would be the person to take over the Order when Luke goes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and maybe it's going to fall to Jaina eventually to become the the big master. I don't think but so. But I don't think so. Because they haven't built her character up in that way. I don't think so. And I think the, the, the next... The hotshot pilot sort of thing. I think the next person on my list has a better chance of being the next person to lead the Jedi Council and the Jedi throughout the galaxy. And he's my top one hmm. number choice. And just before I go into that, I think they're not going to kill Jaina off in, the, in Sacrifice mm-hmm. because in the ultimate redemption of Jason, if It'll there ever was... If if there ever was one to be happening, it would take Jaina to save it's him. It's the same thing as when uh, what was the the dark series where Luke goes dark, you know, with Palpatine and all that. Yeah. Okay. It took Leia to come and re- redeem him. That's it. And as so. as we've noticed from NJO yeah. and from the 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 Killix trilogy, history tends to repeat itself yeah. very much, and especially in the Star Wars universe. Okay, so who's your number one then? I want to hear this, because I want to know who you think he loves enough My to sacrifice. My number one person, mm. the top of the list, is... you. you totally, you totally don't see him. don't see it coming. Uh, he's been around for many years. At first, we hated him. He's not, they're not going to kill Kip, because he loves Kip. They are going to kill Kip. Kip. They're going to kill Kip. <laughs> well, I'd rather kill Kip than kill Gina. And I know people are going to be like, oh my God, she wants Kip dead. No, I do not. But I would rather them kill off Kip than Gina. I I just can't. I can't imagine reading the books without Gina being a part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Kip. I think he's a great character. I think the way they brought him in as this smart-ass little kid who, you know, like... Ended up thinking he was better than everything. He did the yeah. whole, you know, short root thing like Anakin. He did the whole Dark Sith thing and whatever. He was redeemed and then he went on and he's become a Jedi Master and he's still, you know, obnoxious and whatever. And, yep. you know, the whole bad boy, rebel, whatever. And that he, drives women wild. And he grew his hair and, long. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Quite good. <coughs> he's just very sexy. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me I should grow my hair long again? I never saw your hair long. You cut it off before I met you, just before yeah. I met you. But anyways, yeah. But that's a whole other thing. And 
It's another reason. <laughs> um, but no, um, Jason doesn't I'm love Kip. Thinking Kip, Kip doesn't love Jason. Kip has a great respect for Jason. Kip is blinded to what's happening to Jason because he believes that Jason should be promoted to a Jedi Master. When everybody else is like, ooh, look at all the bad things that Jason's doing. But I don't, uh, I, I. Or is he? What? Blinded? Blinded. That's the question, because as you just said, he's been there. Yeah, he's been so there. So, Jane's he, been there. What he's thinking? Luke's been there. Mara's been an accomplice to many people who have been there. What he's know, thinking right now is that maybe if they give him the, the title of Jedi Knight or Jedi Master, is Jedi Master, right? That they want to give him. Jedi Master. Yeah. yeah. If they give him the title of Jedi Master. Yeah, Master and they Jedi. give And they give him all of the, uh, the responsibilities that comes with it, then he's going to somewhat, you know, realize where he's at. And he's got to start questioning a few things. It, the reasons they want to promote him to Jedi Master, it's not the Jedi Council that wants to promote him to Jedi Master. First it's the off, government yeah. that wants to promote him to Jedi Master to show that the Jedi are supporting the Galactic Alliance and blah, blah, blah. It's a whole political thing. It's not necessarily because they think he really deserves it. They, the, the, politi- the political view is that he deserves it because he's doing all these wonderful things. He's leading all these people in the battle. He's winning all these things. You know, like, but you have to question the methods he's using. You yes. have to question, you know, like, the loss of life, the, you know, the ethics, the morals, the whole Jedi framework, and how he's blowing all that out of water. He doesn't really care. He's corrupting people. He's destroying people. He's, you know, lying to people. He's he's manipulating people. He's just, like, destroying people, destroying families, destroying lives. You know, it's just... Jedi-like. So how can you possibly take somebody who's doing everything possible against the Jedi and vote or nominate him to become a Jedi Master? And at the same time, here, again, in exile, here's another spoiler, people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, There's a a point that they're having a a little meeting between the the Masters, and they're discussing whether or not they should... um, basically kick Leia out of the order because she's standing by Han's side. Han's, you know, supporting or was known to support Corellia and, you know, therefore they're working against the Galactic Alliance and whether she's just by his side, you know, supportive or whatever. Um, And because of the whole, you know, like the government wants to arrest them because, hey, they're thought to be the uh, people who were after Tenelkada, you know, take her out. So, hmm... You know, are, is Leia working as a Jedi, or is she working against the government and against the Jedi Order and, you know, being a rogue? So, you know. But it's all weighed in the balance. <laughs> I'm still thinking Kip. I don't think it's Kip. I'm still think- <laughs> I just don't see it. I'm still thinking, thinking Kip because right now I think he's the best character to take Chewie's place. If they were going to take out Kip, it would have to be in a Denning book because Denning wanted to hack him to pieces in Star by Star. But then he began to start to like him and respect him after he saved Jaina from going dark. So he sort of... Well, what, what did you say? He saved Jaina from going dark. There you go. My so point. You think he's going to save the other two? <laughs> he well, saved Jaina because point. he wanted to get in her pants. <laughs> Nothing more. That's it. Well, maybe he changed his sexuality. 
<laughs> no, I don't think that the books are going to go that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt it either. But in, in any case, right now, my top three is Mara, Jaina, and Kip. Just because Kip's character has been around for a while, and every fan started to has started to like him a lot, and they don't really want to see him disappear or vanish or anything like that. And There's a lot of people that hate Kip. And yet there's a lot of people that hate Kip. So if he goes away, it's going to make a lot of fan happy. It's not going to have the same so. effect as when they killed off Anakin in Star by Star. Or Everybody Chewie, for likes, that matter. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? I found Anakin's death was a lot harder than Chewie's. Chewie was 200 years old. Yes, he's a character that people came to love in the original trilogy. They, you know, developed him more in the expanded universe and whatnot in the Christmas special we learned about his family. Hmm. <clears throat> um, <laughs> what Christmas but, special? Yeah. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, the Life Day special. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but, I mean, Chewie lived a full life. He was 200 years old. He had a family. He had kids. He had cousins, nephews, uh, well, nephews and whatever. You know, like, uh, he served his life debt, you know, he did the whole nine yards, you know. Um, Anakin was a little kid. He was 17 years old. He had a life ahead of him. He just sort of started a relationship that's questionable with uh, Tahiri, whom we haven't heard from since um, <clears throat> the first novel in the series, which I'm kind of bitter about. Um, see, that's the other thing. Jason going dark. Sorry, the whole redemption thing. This is just a... <laughs> Audrey's freaking thought thing going on instead Take of it Seb's out. moment. Take it out. Take it out. <laughs> um, Audrey's is, crazy theories. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Anakin going to appear as a force ghost and help Jason be redeemed? Because I believe that Anakin was the um, stronger, the more adept in the Jedi ways, etc., 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 I mean, at the time, Jason was a tree hugger. He wanted to, like, you know, examine bugs and, like, not use the Force and turned away from the Force. So, you know, like, and then he he became the one that, you know, unified the Force. But, well, anyways. I don't know. Um, I'd like to see a Force Anakin ghost at some point. Some closure for Tahiri, some closure for the whole everything. I'd just like to see Tahiri again as well. I'm I'm kind of bitter that they've uh, sort of stuck her on Zenoma Seacott. <laughs> but then again, is Zenoma Seacott going to see what's going on? Because like they ran, you know, like 50 years ago or whatever. And um, are they, uh, you know, is this planet going to come back and say, hey, knock some sense into him. Maybe, she, maybe he's just going to get crushed by the planet. <laughs> Whole gravitational force, the imbalance in the galaxy, the planet's going to come... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's me just on a wild tangent now. Wild, you say? <laughs> wild, yes. <laughs> what did they put that's in my salad? That's not wild anymore. What did they put in my salad? <laughs> no more no Mickey D's salad for you. <laughs> I don't know what was in that chicken, but it was bad. <laughs> okay, I'm. I would like to find a master who could tell me once and for all. Which Jedi is the strongest in the Order? Oh. oh. <laughs> That's what I would like. Oh. That's hard. <laughs> I would like to find a master who could tell me what the Sword of the Jedi is. 
define it. Even Luke can't define it. Anyways, sorry. I'm still, uh, I'm still on my little, uh, I don't know what they put in my salad thing. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yes. I think we're gonna go on a short break. <laughs> What's in the water, Seb? <laughs> I didn't put anything in the water. <laughs> Are you sure that's only, uh, lipstick? There's nothing else to go. <laughs> On that note, uh, we're going to listen to a few uh, ads from our friends in the fan audio community. And uh, we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct with more of Celebration 4. Looking for more fan-made Star Wars audio productions? Then look no further than the home of Star Wars fan audio, StarWarsFanWorks.com. It's your source for audio dramas, audio parodies, online radio shows, and podcasts, plus the most comprehensive Star Wars fan audio news found anywhere. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Hi, this is Marjorie. And this is Arnie. We're from Star Wars Action News. Download our Star Wars Collecting Podcast at ReviewStarWars.com. You are listening to Star Wars Indirect. Big turnout here from all corners of the Outer Rim Territories. Order! We shall have order! The crowds are going nuts! Yay! <laughs> C4, 25 days. No money. <laughs> yeah, everybody owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I would like to post for our friends in the chat room a current map of the Star Wars Celebration for ground floor. However, from what I read in the past few days, uh, my map might have a few changes that I need to take to it. In any case, um, West all be <laughs> okay. Uh, in the few in the few in the past few days, uh, we've we've had great announcements of more artists coming by Star Wars Celebration 4, uh, a conversation with Carrie Fisher. Yes, she's going to be on stage. People are going to be able to uh, ask her question. Uh, there's going to be a charity auction that's going to take place uh, all over the weekend and on uh, Monday. And uh, there's uh, th- there's also a costume page- pageant this year, which happens over the course of two days. So you're going to be able to participate no matter where or what you are or whatever. Um, yeah. So, John Knoll is also going to be at Star Wars Celebration 4, our Oscar-winning Pirates of the Caribbean uh, supervisor. Congratulations. And, uh, Star Wars Galaxy is also at Star, uh, is also at, uh, the Star Wars Celebration 4. And, uh, by the time I saw the news, the event was already full, and I totally missed it, but I don't, I don't care. <laughs> really? Sorry. Galaxy's fan. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm really expecting uh, with nonsense. Try 
forking again because you had nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm reading. I'm reading the chat board. I'm oh, okay. like, you know, like my salad's off to the side. I'm just stabbing aimlessly yes. at lettuce <laughs> clock, while clock, I'm clock. <laughs> reading the boards. Um, and gambler, gambler just said, "I'm simply lovely." Mm. Uh, oh, I've got fans. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> again, keeps I on growing. I know. I got none. What, my ego or my fans? Your fans. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even make me start about your ego. <gasps> In any case, um, there's gonna, there might, there might be a Darth Vader balloon that's gonna be at the uh, Star Wars celebration. I don't know if we're gonna be able to have, uh, you know, tours. And, like hot like hair. A bi- hot hair balloon. Oh, cool. So that, that promises to be fun. Um, and, uh. It would be cool if it went over Lucas Ranch. <laughs> That would be really nice. Uh, but the one, but it's a little bit too far away. In any case, uh, one really cool thing is that, uh, Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane is gonna be at Celebration 4. Now we totally have to meet, meet this guy and have a little interview or something with him, but I don't wanna promise anything because of the security situation and all that, so <laughs> we'll see what we can do to bring you back some little souvenirs, but, uh, it's really nice and, uh, I hope that, uh, we get to meet him because he seems like a very nice guy and, uh, very down to earth, you know? In is 1002 different ways of making fall Peter in Family Guy. <laughs> and the way, just like Audrey hit her head this, this evening coming downstairs, <laughs> he goes, ah. Damn those <laughs> All of a sudden, these like staircases get shorter when you have heels on. You go, skunk! Right into them. <sighs> Apparently, eh? <laughs> yeah. Now, in the two of the news that uh, really got my attention is that there's going to be a Star Wars laser tag at Celebration 4, and uh, it's going to be two scenarios. Adrenaline-inducing rush the rebels felt each time they faced the Empire's finest. Uh, now you're going to have your chance to uh, go at the Star Wars laser tag at Celebration 4 in all B over the weekend of May 24th to the 28th <laughs> at the LACC. Now, uh, the scenarios are gonna be about, uh, 15 minute, minutes each. And, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be issued a rebel, rebel blaster. And, uh, there's gonna be the rebel incursion scenario. And the rebel training simula- st- simulator. Now, the rebel incursion scenario, uh, pl- players will be assigned one or two mission. Mission one, uh, 40 rebels are assigned to raid an imperial supply depot, but they must fight several squads of imperial stormtroopers in order to gain access to the supply depot for the raid. In mission two, players and their team of 40 rebels will have already infiltrated the supply depot and must try to get to the control room before the group is eliminated by the imperial stormtroopers guarding the depot. Now, the training simulator, players are assigned to a group of 30 rebel soldiers who will be pitted against another 30 rebels, and in this scenario, the team that eliminates the opposing team team wins. Now, this is uh, brought to us by AdventureSportsHQ.com, and it's uh, outdoor laser tag information. Now, this is going to be taking place in West All B of uh, Star Wars Celebration. And uh, West All B is actually something that I was that I believed was going to be used for uh, and by the um, the the exhibitors, but apparently I was wrong, as I'm so often. <laughs> H J, where's All B? I'm trying to find All B. Sorry. 
West Exhibit Hall B. Okay. That's very, very interesting. It promises to be very interesting. So, oh, okay, no, that's all B is what I thought was going to be used as the Celebration Store warehouse. So the paintball is going to be taking place right next to the um, to the Celebration Store Celebration Four store. So that that promises to be a very interesting <laughs> experience. All right. And uh, another an, another news that got my attention was the uh, family room, because uh, last time around they had a very good room for you know kids, kids. and they had a lot of activities all through the weekend they had tons of activities and I even indulged myself in going into them. Um, well, come on, Seb, you're a big kid. I am a big kid, <laughs> and I went to the You Can Draw Star Wars things, and uh, did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> I still have the I still have the drawings. They're they're horrible. <laughs> Does the like, kids draw them better than you? It's when you notice that the kids are drawing better than you, you just go, I'm no. really just, I'll keep on doing the radio thing. Drawing's not for me. <laughs> now, uh, the fun thing is that there's going to be Star Wars origami. Uh, there's going to be Star Wars, you can draw Star Wars classes with uh, Bunny Burton, uh, Matt Bush, Tom Hodges. And uh, the, ki- the classes will give kids of all ages... <laughs> The chances to join create their favorite villains, aliens, and heroes from the Star Wars saga. So I think it's really nice, because, you know, I'm really bad at drawing, so. Yeah. I've actually printed the, the, uh, Star Wars kids, you can draw Star Wars things. I got a big, big, big thing upstairs. It's, it's, it's ugly, really. <laughs> I'll be practicing on the plane on my way over. <laughs> See, I can do a Jawa! Yes! <laughs> Now, you just have to draw one of those hooded creepy creatures with the glowing yeah, eyes. That's it. But the <laughs> the other uh, the other things that are going to be uh, there's going to be some ongoing fun. There's going to be some face painting, coloring crafts. Uh, the kids staged, so they're probably going to be teaching Star Wars lightsaber skills to well, the kids again. Yeah, they had the whole little Jedi Cad- Jedi Academy for, yeah, uh, last time. So that was that was cute. Now some of those kids were really going at it. Let me tell you, <laughs> some of them I thought like, oh my god, they're going to really take a head off. Yeah. <laughs> and these are only Hasbro lightsabers, so yeah. <laughs> don't give the master replicas. No. <laughs> and um, the the fun thing is that uh, on Saturday, May twenty six, from eleven to noon, you're going to be able to attend this make this Yoda doll craft thingy, so you can make you your own little. Into it after? I guess you can. <laughs> So uh yeah it's really fun they they already have a really nice schedule uh lined up for uh for for this uh this room and this particular room is going to be on uh in rooms 511 uh, B let me double check that 515 B I think 515 B now if I go back to my little little things I had from the convention center Really, it's really nasty. If if the the custom opened my laptop and they look into it a little bit further, they're gonna see like pictures of the con center. I, I did a recon. They're gonna think that you're gonna like blow up it or it. something. It's yeah. you know it is called C four. I know. Uh-huh. So uh, and it's in May. Are they gonna have a May Day for C four for LA? Because, you know, like because someone dropped the bomb. The bomb, yeah. <laughs> Eek. 
Hopefully, hopefully everything will be going fine. Sir, what are in your suitcases? Open your suitcases. We're going to do it. It's a lightsaber. Search. <laughs> Is it a real one? Does it work? Jeez. Here are the batteries. You put them on your tongue and feel the little funny feeling on <laughs> yeah, your tongue. <laughs> Although I don't use a 9-volt battery, but... No, I know. I'm a special lightsaber skilled master, so I don't no. use 9-volt batteries. My, my lightsabers don't take 9-volt nine volt, nine volt batteries either. <laughs> your lightsaber doesn't have a blade. What? Oh, no. No, the mean... one you made for me doesn't yeah. have a blade, no. Yeah. No, I'm not taking my master replicas with me. I'm not shipping them on the airplane. <laughs> They'd get destroyed. I'm thinking of maybe buying one over there. Maybe. If they are having the Obi-Wan, if they're having the Yoda, if they are having the um, Darth Maul double blade... I'm probably going to buy all three and have them shipped. <laughs> Don't worry. USPS. But I'm, I'm, USPS. Wait, I'm waiting to see if they're going to like re- release a new one for C4, because yeah. last time, didn't they release one just prior to C4? Like, you know, so prior to Maul, C4, pre-orders, pre-orders available. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no that's not, uh, There was like, a master was replica, yeah. yeah. Are they going to do like a Dooku blade or something? Um, that would be cool. Yeah. Now, the uh, if you take a look on my map, where I put Kenner Exhibit, uh, the the right hall. That's where the kids uh, the kids all will be. Right next to collecting and R two D two builders. Mm. My guess was that it's, it was going to be right next to the to the R two D two builders. So I was in the same vicinity. So that's fun. Well, so with the R two D two builders, aren't they going to have like all those miniature scaled models and all that stuff again, like they did last time? Well, yeah, they're going to have that, and they're going to have the no the the oh no 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 no. Uh, you're you're thinking about the fan the fan hall and uh, that's going to be in exhibit all G I believe, and uh, it's right by the art show and the autographs and the R two D two builders will be taking the robots from one end of the convention center to the other end of the convention center for the little contest and stuff like that. Sorry about that. <laughs> you okay there, Sam? I don't know. I think the the baby corn is <laughs> coming back at me. <laughs> I don't want you firing any corn at me. I'll be all right. <laughs> promise you no corn will all stay in my head <laughs> good so yeah that's it the uh it promises to be a very interesting uh interesting convention and uh so far i want to say congratulations to mary franklin because the way of you know putting away the uh the different activities throughout the convention center has been just like last time really well taught so peter and mary Congratulations, you guys are doing a really good job so far, and I'm I'm really looking forward to going to uh, this convention. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, that pretty much says it all. Uh, now, we got our friend Ikasra, who uh, was sending me a question. Early on, I registered for C3, but a little while after, found out I couldn't get away from school and work. But that time is recently being freed up. Am I still able to go to C4? And how will I go about that? Now I'm guessing he's uh, he's talking about C4. Um, well, you take a plane and you fly to Los Angeles and you try and get yourself onto a uh, onto some sort of group hotel room thing. <laughs> And, uh, luckily. Otherwise, you're sleeping on the beach. <laughs> otherwise, you're sleeping on the beach and you have to walk all the way back. To, that's a very long walk, so <laughs> you don't want to do that, trust me. Um, no, but basically, uh, if, if you're, if you're going to be able to come to Celebration 4, I'd say just, uh, just fly, th- fly there. Fly to LA. 
Uh, flights are about $900 back and forth for regular people without air miles. <laughs> so ask, ask 3,800 air mile points. Ask, ask an uncle or, <laughs> or an aunt or maybe your parents if they have 3,800, 38, uh, 3,800 or 3,800. 3,800, 3, okay. So if they have 3,800 uh, air miles. Yeah. Uh, you only have about a half dozen stopovers on your way if you want to do it that way. Half a dozen? Yeah, that sucks. You poor thing. So for $900... I'm, I'm not doing it that way. So for I paid my flight. Oh, okay. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. I paid my flight. What? Is That's it, why uh, I told you what flight I was taking. I, and you said, oh, I want to go later. I'm like, okay. I'll see you there. I'm going to get there earlier. Well, I thought you were... I'm, 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 I'm getting there an hour after you. Mm -hmm. A bit more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I have longer than you in LA. <laughs> An hour longer. Woohoo. Every minute counts. But aren't you leaving no I'm leaving later than you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm doing some other things. I'm going around places yeah, that's and it. seeing things and uh, Yeah, when I get there I'm I'm going touristy stuff first. Cool. And then touristy stuff after. Yeah. Yeah. I only come home on June fourth. You see? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I need the sun. Yeah. You, you use the sun. Feel the power of the sun. I'm chasing the sun. So, I've been drawn to the sun. The light side of the force. <laughs> uh, if you're already registered for C4, then I guess there's no problems. Otherwise, I'm going to check out right now. Uh, I think the registration for C4 online is Yeah, I think... I, I think Celebration... Yeah, the the hotel room is your main problem. That's that's the the main issue you're looking at right now. Um, that's what I I'd be worried about. Um, apart from that, I don't really have any issues or anything like that. Uh, I think uh, I think you can still register until isn't it until like tomorrow? Online. Yeah, online. Um, or was it until March? I think it was the end of March. Let us. Before, because they want to send out. Like, if you're living in the states, they can send it to your house, but it would be kind of late to get it. Yeah, that's it. Especially since, since they're using uh, USPS and all that. But what do you know? Now you know what I really miss Star Wars Celebration too, because I did get my my stuff beforehand. <laughs> that that's the one thing I'll give Wizards. They 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 they, they did good on that. So, Celebration three was my first celebration, so. <laughs> Yeah. So you were you were indulged in the celebration thing with the will call and all mm -hmm. that. So yes. that was fun. Yes, I met a lot of people in will call. I'm still in touch with some. Uh, April 30th, midnight. Oh, is guys, one more day. One more day. There's one day left for your registration at uh, Star Wars Celebration. And let me see. You know what? Sometimes they do. They're they they're gonna announce events for Star Wars Celebration. But they're not gonna anna gonna announce them, you know. They're gonna put them online, and you can register online. But it's like before climbing all that. So, uh, six movie marathons. Oh, a conversation with Carrie Fisher is actually yeah, the event. Yeah, isn't that like Saturday night at nine o'clock, or one of the nights at around nine o'clock at night? Well, apparently there is still some place. 
Uh, join actress Carrie Fisher for an intimate evening exclusively for Star Wars fan at Celebration 4. Fisher, who portrayed the, the beloved Star Wars Princess Leia in the original Star Wars trilogy, will share memories and anecdotes of her experience with, uh, with Star Wars and stories told as only Carrie Fisher can tell them. Fans of the Star Wars movies and fans of Fisher work in the movie, television, and publishing arenas uh, will not want to miss this opportunity to hear from one of the actors who has been part of the Star Wars story since the very beginning. The actual event cost is $15, and it's there is still place. Now, should I get it? <laughs> Let me double-check that. <laughs> Conversation with see that's why you always you have to go to StarWarsCelebration.com every day. Otherwise, you're gonna miss things like that. I already knew about it. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not supposed to tell that. <laughs> you're slow, Seb. I know. Some people like it slow. Don't don't do that face. Don't do that face. So a conversation with Carrie Fisher that's going to be taking place when soon the internet will tell me. Saturday, May 26th at 9 p.m. See, I was right. I was on the ball. Yeah. Saturday night, 9 p.m. Thank you. You heard it first from Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on Saturday night at 9 p.m.? That is the question. I don't know. Is it worth? Is is it actually worth it going to see Carrie Fisher? talk about our Star Wars experience, or should we wait for more stuff? I want to know. What I want to know is who the other two unconfirmed possible guests are going to be. That's why I'm just going to put put this up for the time being. Be? I'm just going to put this up for the time being, and uh, I'll see if I can pull a bit of strings if uh, needs be. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's uh there's not nothing else uh that's been announced yet. There are still some places to um that you can reserve a time in the shop, in the in the Star Wars shop. And other than that, let's see if let's see if Gen Con put up some secret events. I'm hacking into their website right now. And I, uh, and I a bad boy. Bad boy. That's a quick path. <laughs> it's, on, it's amazing because there's a lot of quick path. And, uh, no. There is no, um, there is no actual, oh, what? Really? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to announce that the four day adult badges has been in terms of registration, the uh, limit has been reached. So I guess you cannot register anymore for four-day badges. For single-day badges, you can still register. That doesn't make sense. It, I know, but... <laughs> well, I guess they have a certain amount of people going only one day, so they keep, like, maybe, you know... Yeah, but if you have the four-day badges sold out, that's the four days sold out. <laughs> well, that's because the... the that's, because, that's because they have... Uh, you know, let's say they have 30,000 four-day badges. Mm-hmm. And people actually are, go, people want to register for four days, but they're gonna, they, they're not so gonna be able to. Or whatever. So I'm pretty sure you can contact Gen Con, and Gen Con will make these adjustments into their numbers, but this is online pre-registration, so 
through the numbers that they put out, judging from what happened in the previous con- in, in the previous conventions, uh, that's what um, that's what's been taking place. So, Ecastra, to finally uh, finish answering your question, uh, you can't register anymore for a four-day adult badge unless you've already registered, which is what seems to be the case. Um, so, I guess all, all you need to do is find about what fifteen hundred dollars Canadian and uh, get yourself over there flying and uh, that should cover your expenses in terms of uh of hotel stay and uh yeah that's uh, that's pretty much it anything else you'd like to uh to add to that no all right then you know there there's actually a group who are proud of being of staying at the Figueroa hotel Ugh. which is kind of funny but I'm proud to be staying at the Holiday Inn straight across the street from the convention center where all the stars are going to be. Woohoo! We don't know that. Well, we don't know that, but... We don't know that. I'm sure. I am completely convinced that and at least some of them are going to be there. One of the things that I'm really proud of Gen Con is that they sent an email this week. Uh, yeah, that's it. They sent an email this week saying it was last week to register. And um, the really nice thing about that is that they did mention that there's going to be shuttles we're going to be touring from each hotel to the convention center. So that's nice. For those lazy people staying at the Holiday Inn, you can hop on the shuttle and get off at the other side of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do a shuttle from the no, Holiday Inn. No, come on. Hey, you never know. It would be funny. <laughs> well, I mean, for, for little people like, uh, like what's his name, R2-D2, uh, Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. Uh, for, for, for Kenny Baker, you know, it's, it's hard to walk, and that's about a five-minute walk. For lazy people like me, so maybe a two-minute walk for regular people, <laughs> you know, crossing the street, going one block, and all that. Uh, so that might be the problem. Okay, well, that's a special case. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. you never know. I mean, you know, you know who I'd really want to so, meet, uh, so who I'd really want to cross path with over there. Who? The Roloff family. They're the little people, big world family from TLC. They're all well. There's. Some of them are little people. Uh, they have two regular size kids, three regular size kids, and uh, yeah, I know. I, I I've I've seen some Star Wars inspired shirts in the past on the show, and I'm pretty sure they would they would like really get a kick out of our Star Wars Celebration Four. So I'd love to meet them over there because that'd be nice. Yeah. So uh, my last word of advice. Before we leave you, before this uh, Star Wars celebration, until the next time, uh, be aware. Every night at 6 p.m. Pacific time, check the website because that's the time at which they do the updates. So check the check the 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 the, the website because there there's more more likely Tycoon going to be breakfast, and I want to go to the breakfasts again. I was just, I- just I know. And I went to the breakfast, both breakfasts last time, and I I do intend to go to pretty much all of the breakfasts I'm going to be able to attend this time this time as well, because it's just worth it. It's it's a really great time to meet with your friends from wherever in the world, and you know you're sitting at tables and having fun and all that. So it's uh it's really cool. So yeah, that's uh. That's that's what I think. So check the websites, because you need it. All right. So on this note, we're going to take another short break, and we're going to be right back on Star Wars on Direct to talk about 
the Lucasfilm Fan Club magazine. Oh, I mean the Star Wars Insider. <laughs> if you are enjoying the Star Wars fan audio production you're listening to right now, then don't stop there. Come see what the excitement is about at the Internet's home of the Star Wars fan audio genre, StarWarsFanWorks.com. There you'll find podcasts, audio dramas, audio parodies, and more, plus the best and most comprehensive news coverage of the Star Wars fan audio genre found anywhere. It's an entire field of Star Wars audio productions, made for fans, by fans. And your audio gateway to that galaxy far, far away is StarWarsFanWorks.com. Join us. After all, it is your destiny. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. For years, sci-fi fans have toiled at making fan films, podcasts, and goofy flash animations to obscure techno music. They work hard. Give them their props. Watch, listen, and talk back. <clears throat> at planetfandom.com <laughs> Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct Voice of Star Wars Fandom. When it's now time to talk about yet another change of publishing house for the Star Wars Insider. That is right, Star Wars Insider now belongs to Titan Publishing, which is the largest fan publishing house, I guess we could say, in the world, uh, because they do Stargate, uh, they do 24... They do Lost. What else do they do? They do so many things. It's incredible. Everything that has a f- Smallville, anything that has a fan base, they'll do. And they sent the magazine in a plastic cover. And they sent the <laughs> magazine in a plastic cover. That's it. So, is, you know, is, is already that, good points. But is that only because they wanted to put that paper in saying, important notice about your subscription? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what that could be. We'll have to wait and see what the next one is. It could definitely be. Now, before we go into that, let's take a look at how many publishers has the Star Wars Insider had ever since the beginning of its history. Going back all the way to the 1980s. Because, you know what? Back then, it started off as the Bantatrax. And it was edited by the fan club, and it was published by Dan Madsen, who, for some reason was a Star Wars star, for those of you who don't know. Dan Madsen was an Ewok, because he's a little person. 
Well, then why didn't they call it the Ewok tracks instead of the Bantha tracks? Because <laughs> Ewoks yeah. don't leave tracks. Another different fuzzy character? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> they go from they were, like Ewoks, which they were, are these little tiny creatures, to Banthas. <laughs> well, they were, they were trying, I guess, to do the same Trekkie thing. But, you know, something that tracks along and Bantha yeah. track was probably a better idea than an Ewok track. Especially since the reception that, that was received by the Ewoks wasn't all that good. Now, of course, we're talking about, you know, a, what, 10 pages magazine back then? It's like a really long time ago. <laughs> In a galaxy far, far, far away. And, uh, of course, the first Bantha track was even smaller than that. I think it was three to five pages. But the first, the very first um, Lucasfilm fan, fan club thing cost about $10 Canadian back in 87. How much? $10 Canadian. That was $10? That was $10. For a yearly, in 87? For a yearly subscription. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You didn't read the continuation of that yeah, no, sentence. It's like for a yearly subscription. Okay, I thought you meant per magazine. No, no, not, not per magazine. And... Uh, that's it. It's like the, the magazine that came with it was it was a monthly thing. So that's really nice. I want to say thank you to my friend Haley because she she held on to this uh, this magazine ever since winter 1988. Wow. So Good going, you know what? It might be actually a quarter thing, quarterly publication thing. So thank you, Haley. <laughs> can I see? Can I? Can I? Can of course I? You I can promise see. I won't bend the pages. <laughs> wow. I think we're far past that, but... <laughs> well, it's an old thing, and it's been read a lot. Oh, it's still... So, eventually, of course, they, 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 they changed back, and uh, Dan kept on publishing, and uh, he started a publishing house called Fantastic Media. So, that was fun. And Fantastic Media kept on with the Star Wars Insider for a very long time uh, for up up, on, up until even after Star Wars Celebration 1 because they were the one organizing it back in Denver. Uh, then after Denver, <laughs> should we call it after the Denver incident? <laughs> A.K.A. Star Wars Celebration 1. A.K.A. the uh, Woodstock of all Star Wars conventions. Uh, I guess the rain is to blame more than anything else. But uh the uh the back in 2002 the Star Wars Insider actually changed publisher to the people that were going to take care of Star Wars Celebration 2 Wizards so it was Tub Deck presents Star Wars Insider which is kind of funny because it went for about one or two issues and then that was it now of course Bezo took over and uh, Pezzo Publishing is a company based in Denver, I believe, uh, as well, or somewhere in that vicinity of Utah. And uh, they're uh, they're very nice. Oh no, they're in Washington. What am I saying? Not the D.C., but the other Washington. Washington State. Washington State. And um, they uh, they they actually did an awesome job with the Star Wars Insider. They uh, gave it this really cool look. Uh, they kept on the logos so the fans wouldn't be too confused about the change of uh, of publishing publishing and all that. Um, they actually brought back something that is really dear to my heart, um, which is the Banta tracks, and that's when Mary Franklin got her job back. 
And um, one of the the other thing that uh, that that came about with the Star Wars Insider being under Paizo Publishing is that Lisa Stevens became the president of the Star Wars fan club, and um, she did an awesome job at you know publishing artists in the star of the Star Wars fan club at the uh, last page of the Star Wars Insider in a segment called the last page. <laughs> the last page. And uh, we, I even have a friend uh, fr- called Alexandra Bastien. You can check her website at alexandrabastien.com. Dot com. And uh, she was actually published in the Star Wars Insider as a Star Wars artist. And uh, she's she's awesome. She's an awesome artist. So if you guys happen to see her drawing, it was the Bounty Hunters one. Then there you go. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're you're happy about that. And. Um, then we changed over from Paizo to our dearest friends at IDG Entertainment. Now, the actual reasons for the, 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 the change of publisher isn't known to the Star Wars community. Um, but for some reason, at the same time that they switched from Paizo to IDG, um, it was just prior to Celebration 3. And Lisa Steven actually resigned as her post as the Star Wars uh, Star Wars fan club president, and that was kind of sad because I did notice some you know a, a lack in the Star Wars insiders ever since it, it left Paizo. Um, the years at Paizo were really interesting. The the magazine was really thick, was well furnished with tons of interesting articles, uh, very nice uh, comments and columns and all that. So that was nice. Now, with IDG, you know, they turned out to be a little bit more about publicity and a, a lot of people, ever since they, ever since it's gotten into Paizo, uh, the Star Wars Insider has had a lot more publicity unrelated to Star Wars. And uh, I think it's kind of sad because even StarWars.com, I haven't had, uh, I haven't received an answer yet from the webmaster, and I think I'm going to have to take it up a step higher because right now hyperspace members are invaded by publicity when they pay to not have the publicity. I noticed that too. I was like, so I'm a paid member here. Why am I getting all these ads? What's what's up with that? You know, when it's Star Wars related ads, it's not. That bad, yeah. But but even then, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's it. It's getting bizarre, more and more bizarre. Now, this week on Thursday, I had a very nice surprise. I got home and there was a plastic wrapped magazine, and I'm like, "Whoo, plastic wrap! Yay!" (laughs) Then I saw the sheet, and I'm like, "Hmm, Hmm. maybe it's just for the sheet." So hopefully, they're going to leave it in the plastic wrap. Um. So, but Titan, like the first thing you do is, you know, you flip the cover and the first thing you see. It's all commercials. Brian's toys. Yeah. All over the place. Brian's toys. You know what? I got nothing against the guys over at Brian's toys. Put them at the back of the magazine though. You don't put ads like that at the front. But the front you put like that. Can't we start like with the the second page? A nice representation of Darth Vader, Leia and Luke. And then the content of the the, the magazine? I mean... This isn't cosmopolitan. This isn't details. This isn't like a high. This isn't a magazine that is actually sustained by publicity. Mm-hmm. 
At least, I like to think so. So, if it is, someone please tell me, I'll give you another $10 per year, and you're going to take out the... the, the they can put all the commercials the at commercials the back. commercials out, you know? You know, like, where they put the credits, where they put, you know, like, the index or the glossary yeah. or whatever. Put the commercials at the back. At the front, what I like to see is what the book is about. Right now, the magazine is supposed to be about Star Wars. Give me Star Wars. Mm. Don't give me Star Wars ad-related material. Give me the juicy Star Wars, you know, like, the scoop, the inside view, the sneak preview, the whatever, you know, like... That, you don't want to open up your Star Wars Insider to a full page of ad. It's going to be like that every month or every, you know, issue. Yeah, you know, for like, every issue until they switch publisher again. Yep. <laughs> Which hopefully they won't. Yeah. Because to tell you the truth, like, ever since they've been switching publisher, publishing house, ever since Fantastic Media, uh, except from Paizo, it's been getting worse. That's all I have to say about it. Um, the, uh, now, I gotta tell, I gotta say something about this particular Star Wars Insider, is that for the first Star Wars Insider that Titan Publishing is putting out, it's, you know, well furnished. It has really nice articles, really well informed articles, things that, for once, I learned first in the Insider and not on the internet. Um, such as the, the titles of the next few books, which most likely are on the internet by now. But, I only I only read about them in this particular uh, magazine. Uh, the first glimpse at, at the uh, Star Wars animated series, the Yoda that we've been seeing for months now. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would have loved to see some other things. Yeah, you know, like it would have been nice if they could give us something. a second, you know, like another character. Yeah, uh, they have an entire page dedicated at the um, the auction that uh, went on in Bonham and uh, where they sold the uh, the Rebel Blockade Runner crew shirts, uh, Rebel Commander's jacket, the Snaggle Two trousers, and Alec the Guinness's. Alec Guinness cloak. Yeah. Fifty-four thousand pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and then for some reason, we tumble upon a page of publicity for Star Trek magazine. I know. I was like, "What is this?" In a Star Wars magazine. <sighs> okay, you know what? I'm a sci-fi fan. Sure, Star Trek is fun. I'll maybe go to the website once a year to check out something that my friend told me to check out. But apart from that, mm-hmm. most likely not. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's kind of funny. Then you have another article, mm-hmm. more publicity. A nice little thing about Star Wars Celebration 4, which doesn't really, you know, give us much more information about uh, anything else that we didn't know already, except that they do, um, they do, they do a certain that there will be an archive exhibit representing 30 years of Star Wars movie making, um, curated by the archivists at Skywalker Ranch. The exhibit will include props, costume, and uh, artifacts from all six movies in a collection put together especially for this unique weekend. Fans of the movies and fans of the movie history will not want to miss this exhibit, and now that I have five days to go around the convention, I most likely will have a chance to actually see it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the museum? Yeah. Yes. Because last time around... I can't believe you missed the museum. I missed it, and the It other... wasn't big, either. Yeah, I know, and the other time around, I actually got to walk in, walk around, and walk out. It's about all the minutes. time you needed to do, really. It wasn't... Yeah, but... 
you know, for a person like me who's a customer, I like to wait oh. and take a lot of pictures I'm of the details too. and all that. I don't, uh, yeah, I took some pictures in there actually. Yeah. And, uh, they have, they have a list of, uh, nice guests all coming from, uh, what's the name of the, the company? Oh yeah, official pics. <laughs> name of the company. Yes. So. Anybody looking for the goddess, well, at C4 will find me in the autograph hall, generally. At least for the first two days. So, yeah. The first day, I'll be camping out in yeah. the autograph hall, for the most part. Beat the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a very nice publicity for Stargate and Star- Stargate Atlantis. Well, the Stargate magazine, basically, is the one in Atlantis. Uh, which actually came in handy because I was wondering something about the patches that they were wearing because com- I'm also part of a Stargate group here in Montreal. And, uh, it was interesting to, to, to see this. Uh, now they, they go to bestofstarwars.com, written by t- Pete Vellner and my, my personal favorite, Bonnie Burton. Uh, great columnist. Now they are talking about the Koto Bukiya Star Wars 30th Anniversary Dimensional Duel. The Rolf McQuarrie classic Star Wars concept art brought to life in 3D. And I gotta say, it's real nice. Except that it's back when Luke was supposed to be a girl. Oh, no, wait. That's when Luke was supposed to be a guy, but like wearing a scuba mask. It's kind of funny. And uh, the very interesting article I found in there um, by... Um, I don't know who. Because it's signed. Uh, is the Samurai Sith Lord. How Vader design inspiration inspired the real deal. Uh, there's this company, uh, Yoshitoku in Japan, who is actually doing a one quarter scale replication of the, uh, the, of a samurai, uh, costume, but with a Darth Vader helmet. Hmm. Isn't it nice? So I'm really happy about that. I can't wait to see this. Uh, they're giving us a real nice article of about what that's six, seven pages about the Force Unleashed. So all concept arts and great information about the game that's coming up. Can't wait to see that game. I think I'm going to have to play it for once. <laughs> and then you go back to something that started back in the uh, the last Insider, the beginning of, the, well, the origins of Star Wars, and they're showing us like uh, actual storyboards mm-hmm. of Star Wars. And that's real nice because you see, you, you know, you, you can recognize that Chewie has the same design as um, Ralph McQuarrie drew it, and it was really cool. And basically, what they 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 gave us in this time around was the um, the, the 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 fight with the two uh, the two Tie Fighters in the uh, in the Falcon. So that was nice. And they did something that. They did, they actually did something that, that I found nice because now I have a proof of what I'm saying. And, uh, they did the, they're doing a top 100 of the deleted what, scenes. What you didn't know about Star Wars, you know? And it's just Star Wars and you hope. And at number 11 is that that's all your fault. And it's C3PO who's lying down in the wires mm-hmm. and all that, which you see sometime later in the movie. Yeah. That was actually shot at the very beginning of the on film, the and it's supposed to be on Tentative 4, but you see it later. Yeah. So, that was really funny. Are you a fan of Prison Break? Nope. I know, I saw that. I was Me like, either. why is that in the magazine? <laughs> it has absolutely, it's not even sci-fi. Yeah. It's like, ugh, anyways. And then there's this really awesome article by Karen Travis about 
part of the la- about the, the Star Wars yes. being now part of the language of common yeah, the 20th century Ford. Yeah, it's and it's true. I mean, anywhere you find yourself in the English speaking world, chances are that if you fo- if you use the following phrase, you'll be understood perfectly. He's gone over to the dark side. Yeah. And it's right. It's like anybody, even if they haven't seen Star Wars, they'll understand. Yeah, or use the Force, or yeah. he's gone Sith. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's like really that. nice. Mm-hmm. And um, now I have to admit that they did something, they brought back something, actually, uh, from Fantastic Media, uh, which is called the Jawa's Corner. And it's all the, you know, sales-related stuff and all that. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, they have a section on books. Sacrifice, with the article with uh, Karen. Woo-hoo. Comics, about uh, Rebellion coming out as a trade, pap- trade paperback. Anyways, yeah. In, like, many, many small comics coming out as a big group. Then, like, more toys. What's coming out from Asbro and all of the other guys. Uh, Q&As with Pablo Hidalgo. And uh, that's funny because it's something I pictured more Steve Sansweet doing, but not anymore. Because Steve is now doing the Scouting the Galaxy like full-time. And uh, that's really nice because he's answering all these questions like that the fans have about uh, miscellaneous pieces of collecting items they have. And uh, yeah, it's, it's something he's been doing for a few years now. So keep up the good work, Steve. Thank you for helping out the few collectors out there. <laughs> I mean, what was it again? The, uh, the 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 33 turns discs, the actual vinyls of read along Star LPs. Wars. The LPs. Yeah. The little ones were 45s. Yeah. The big ones were. Oh, that's it. Well, the 45 turns. See, I was in the record era. You were born as. I actually own those born. records. I actually <laughs> own those records. You still have them? For, yeah. You still have them. Good. For for your information. For my information. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they got, uh, they got a nice thing. And Bantatrax was actually very interesting. Cause you turn this page and there's this girl looking at you and she's all dressed up in Star Wars, uh, bed sheets. Yes, I saw that. I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I should be in there. I have a Star Wars scrub top made from those bed sheets. Yeah. But there, it's like, it's like really funny because when you turn the page, the first thing you see is that girl looking at you and I'm like, is that Natalie Portman? Oh wait, no. No, but it's it not. But it sort of looked like her. Oh, a little bit. And then, then she, then, then she goes on to give it to all of the other, uh, wonderful, uh, design that she, uh, that this girl did. So, congratulations. I think it's Ashley, her name? Yeah. Ashley Smalley. Congratulations. Very good ideas. Mm. Seriously. It's fun. It's refreshing. That's what it is. And um, we see more and more pictures in, in, in the times that are today of people visiting Skywalker Ranch. What do we have to do? I know. How do you win the lottery? <laughs> do we have to be nice for an entire year? Because I will. <laughs> oh, yeah, you think. <laughs> and um, there's, a, there's a really cool uh, article by Bunny Burden about uh, making fur balls. The little puppets. I saw those, and earlier in the magazine, the whole ad for Star Trek is that trouble with tribbles thing. Yeah. I was like looking at the tribbles and looking at them, and thinking that the heads of these fur balls look like the tribbles. <laughs> well, the tribbles are really round 
bless you. Yeah, so. they are. Yeah, I I did watch the original Star Trek series. <laughs> Followed by a very nice editorial of uh, Mary Franklin about the dark side really is stronger, and you know, because she, she was asking why is it that many fans believe that the dark side is stronger yet they wouldn't go to the dark side because it's bad. <laughs> and um, out of nowhere, we get an Indiana Jones uh, little article in the vault, like uh, back on the set back in the years. And uh, Well, at least that's Lucas-related. Yeah, at least that's... No, at least that's Lucas-related. So, And I'm glad, you know... Um, Back when it was... I was going to say, this first one you showed... Yeah, that, that's it. Ba- was... Back when it was still uh, Dan Madsen publishing the uh, the Lucasfilm fan club magazine, uh, they were talking about everything that Lucasfilm was making. Yeah. Right now, we are... The yeah, Jones. they're talking about exclusive update on Indiana Jones 3. Three. And uh, there was actually a, an on-the-set tour of Willow in that particular mm-hmm. uh, issue. So, you know, it's like... What is Lucasfilm involved into? I'd love to see articles with the artists behind, you know, the movies of Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that. But the only thing we hear is that, oh, John Knoll won a few Oscars. Okay, cool. Yeah. Can we talk to the guys who did a few of the scenes? You know, that'd be that'd be nice. What was it to work on, on Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. What would be the differences between the two sets or, you yeah. know, blah, 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 compare a little bit, you know. I wouldn't mind. What did if you bring from one to the other? I wouldn't mind if the Star Wars insider was to become the Lucasfilm insider. Yeah. I think that would make sense. And especially in the coming years, um, Lucasfilm is going to be involved in so many things that we could get, you know, insights on upcoming movies or, or things like that in that particular magazine without having to check out on the internet or anything like that. So think about it. Lucasfilm insider. I think it would make sense. Yeah. And it fits, and it's not Lucasfilm magazine like in France. So, there you go. Think about it, guys. Lucasfilm Insider. And uh, now it's uh, it's still a bi-monthly thing, so it's six issue for twenty four ninety nine. Now, what's the international price on that? I'll have to get back to you on this. And uh, it's a funny thing because they're coming up with their second issue next time around. One hundred pages. It's going to be real thick, because this one is about 78, 80, 82. It's about 84 pages. 82 pages. It seemed thinner than the others. But it's it's like the paper on which they print, I guess. Yeah. So and The cover's more glossy. It's a different type yeah. of cover. It's a type of cover you don't want to see put through our weather. Y- you, know? you don't want people to put another paper on top of and write on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> They'll leave, uh, leave indentations everywhere. Yes, but even though they wrapped it in the plastic, my wonderful postman folded my magazine in half. Yeah, me too. <sighs> to Why? fit it in. To fit it Why? in. Why? But you stand it up instead of sideways, and it's okay. Yeah, I know, but they leave big boxes on your steps. To fit in, to fit it in their uh, bags, I uh, guess. You know. Grovel, grovel, grovel. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a very nice issue for uh, the, the the next Star Wars Insider. Only thing is, it's coming out after Celebration Four. Uh, what? Hmm? What's coming out? The next oh, issue. The next... Yeah. It's gonna be on newsstands in the U.S. 
on the 5th of June. So right after Star Wars Celebration 4. So... Those editors I'm are going to be sure. working uh, overnight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to be wor- working a lot of overnight. Uh, yeah. It'll already be printed before the... Before Celebration comes, yeah. yeah. You'll need to wait for the one in, like, what, August? Probably July, to, August, see, to see to see souvenirs of Celebration 4. So, yeah. But you know what? They kept the... Uh, so far, anyways, they've kept the uh, the, the side the sidebar to the magazine. Mm-hmm. So you can see which magazine it is, what's in it. That's really I nice. like that because I like to store my yeah. things in order and then you know you just look along the side as opposed to having to pull all them out because it's printed on yeah. the front cover. Yeah. To have it on the that edge, was, to that have was, it on the spine is a good idea. That was the very the very first good thing that came up with uh Paizo publishing mm-hmm. is that they had it on the spine. Yeah. And uh Fantastic Media nor Wizard did that. Uh not a big deal, but I gotta say that my Fantastic Media and Wizards are not as are most likely not as well ordered as my uh, my my other ones because I can just follow the numbers and put them back in. So, yeah, it is a very very fun. So, Audrey, do you think we're looking on to a bright future for the Star Wars Insider being owned by Pub- um, Titan Publishing? I honestly, at this early stage, I can't make a, a really fair call on it um to be honest i think i like the uh, peso publication best out of the more modern ones yeah um i still miss peso yeah me too lisa come back to us (laughs) we loved you we loved you (laughs) all right well on this cheerful note i guess we'll finish the show um I want to say that the next show is actually going to be on Thursday, May 17th, and it's going to be a Celebration 4 special. Now, by then, we should have a very good idea of what the schedule of Celebration 4 will be. We're most likely going to have a pretty good map of where everything is. Um, I have heard from very good sources that there is a map of the convention center that has been drawn out, and we should see it in the coming days on StarWars.com. So I can't wait to see that happen. And uh, after that, after the next show, which is going to be a special edition, uh, we're going to be live from Celebration 4 on Woo-hoo! Sunday, May 27th, from the Holiday Inn Center, I think. Holiday Inn City Center, downtown LA. Right across the street from the convention center. Uh, hopefully our room will have a view in the convention center so we can look at the convention center. That would be great. While we're doing wow. the show, you know, that'd be, that'd be really nice. And, um, uh, it's gonna be Star Wars Soundtrack number 100. So, so we're, we're gonna, gonna have like an open hotel room that night. We're just gonna have people yeah. pouring in, in and out, whatever. Hopefully we'll get a couple of celebrities in there, authors or whatever. I don't, don't wanna, know. I don't I know. don't wanna promise anything. We're not anything, promising anything. But no. last time around, you ought to remember. You had, you had Stover. We had. You had Stover. We had Stover. Come on. And Karen Travis. And we had Travis. Matthew Stover and That's Karen right. Travis. That's right. So you know what? I think it was an awesome show, the Star, the Star Wars Celebration Three show, and I'm working very hard right now, uh, not on the website but on the Star Wars Celebration show, so I can make it like big and nice and all that. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, as soon as I'm in LA and I get myself a connection, I am going to post the actual room number. So, uh, people will 
know where 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 they're going to be able to find us on the Sunday, and uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know what else to say, except that I would like to thank Creative because you know they gave us the wonderful card and technology that allows us to bring you guys a really nice and good show. It's still holding, you know. It's really cool. I'm only using it. Nice. For, I'm only card. using it for the show. Danny used it over the period of five years, like intensively, and it died on him. So I'm only using it for the show. And as long as this thing lives, there will be a Star Wars on direct. When it dies, I'll reconsider. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. Uh, I want to say thank you also to Sennheiser, who demand excellence, and they deliver results, just like I will eventually deliver to you guys. I promise. Thanks to FederationToys.com, SitClan.net, and Simple-Net.ca, our uh, web host. And, of course, I want to say thank you to all of our partners in the bloodonline.com, Star Wars Action News, Geek Core Radio, Star Wars Aficionados, which I hope those guys are going to be at Star Wars Celebration for, and uh, they're going to be coming over to um, to our room for the special celebration show. PlanetFandom.com, hail to the fanboys and girls, AnakinAndHisAngel.com, Nerve-Herder-Anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors out there. And uh, you know what? I've been thinking about that website a lot in the past few months. And uh, hopefully we're, we're going to be able to meet in person at uh, Star Wars Celebration 4 with the actual... Uh, with the actual maker of that website. And, of course, MillenFalcon.com, Galactic Hunter, who are keeping collectors on target week after week. T-Bone Star Wars Universe, the Galactic Senate Message Boards, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio. All these are available at StarWarsWithZ.com. Now, next show, special edition, Thursday 17th. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that. May 17th. And uh, it's on our way to C4. And Danny's like, so uh, when are we going to have the fracking archives? (laughs) And my response to that is... Soon, my friend. Soon, most likely this week, as um, I'm I've been finishing the last touch-ups on the new website. Now, for all of our crew here at Star Wars Undirect, that's me and you. That's Audrey. Us. Us. <laughs> Yay. Yay! We're all saying bye. Bye. And see you next time on Star Wars Undirect <laughs> for a very special edition of What Should You Wear at Star Wars Celebration Four. Try Ewoks. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. See you next time, folks. See you next time. You were listening to Star Wars Undirect, the voice of Star Wars fandom. to visit www.swonzerec.com for more information about upcoming shows.
This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.